Hello and welcome to the Michael T. Justice Podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to respond to any of the things you hear, please hit me up here on Anchor, or at Twitter, at Michael T. Justice, or Facebook, Michael T. Justice. Hey, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, let me tell you, the first thing I'm going to do when I get a little money off of this podcast is get the makings of a studio, uh, some microphones, and uh, a quiet place, because uh, I keep running into this problem, so I'm going to play this segment afterwards, but uh, just got cut off because I was out on the road, and life caught up with me, and uh alarm went off on my phone and everything I'm trying to avoid that uh, even tonight uh, so I want to talk real quickly about the um, how do I want to call it the I really do want to not be talking about politics all the damn time but I, I just happened yesterday uh, and maybe to not talk about politics, I shouldn't be, but I'm a subscriber to the Twit Twitter feed of uh, I think it's the Donald Trump Twitter feed. Uh, it may be White House, I don't know. But in either case, uh, this thing he put out a tweet that said, um, "I just gave the FEMA the instructions to give A plus treatment to Alabama. Uh, really sticking with you guys." Uh, she's the, and then he makes this point about the the governor and uh, how FEMA, how the governor is working closely with the director of FEMA and me. Like I don't know, it seems pretty clear to me that their point is that they're um, is that they are getting or making the Republicans in Arizona or Alabama know that hey we're we're watching you we're we're here to help you out so remember us come election day and uh that's just ridiculous to me utterly utterly ridiculous that you would uh be pandering in this type of situation it just seems like, you know, your job is just to be there. Uh, and, the, the, of course, the whole Twitter feed was blowing up with responses about the treatment of California this last fall and Puerto Rico last winter uh, and how they were not given an A-plus treatment. Or sure as heck didn't seem that way, um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna try and not talk about politics so much, because uh, I got some other stuff I really really want to talk about, um, and that's what I'm gonna try and get put together and uh, speak about more, uh, more of the way forward than uh, spinning wheels in this traction that we're in, or in traction. But uh, happy Monday, everybody. I'm trying to get my health together. I'm taking my medicine, and uh, I'm going to do it so we can all live healthy. Because I tell you, I was, I told you I went to the doctor 
or to the ER last week. And I got to tell you, part of in the back of my mind was the fact that uh, I had just read that Luke Perry had had a stroke and he is the same age as me and then he died today and uh it really kind of i don't know it just kind of shook me because i told my son because he's been watching that riverdale show that he was on and he didn't know who he was you know because you know he wasn't as concerned with luke perry i just know him from back in the day and everything but uh yeah it just blew me away and so i uh I don't know, man. I gotta, I gotta get on it. So uh, that's what I'm doing, and uh, I'm a, right now use y'all for accountability, uh, and uh, really try and get my health, uh, make that a focus for me. All right. Good night, everybody. And I'm gonna go ahead and play this little piece I was trying to put together earlier, and it gets cut off. And I just couldn't find the energy to go back into that discussion. Uh, so do with it what you will. Yeah, so this thing just hit me um, a few minutes ago as I was like looking at some news clips. And I'd been thinking about this on many, many levels. As we have got to stop being so quick to call everybody something like extreme with everything that's said because all right so here's the thing this dude Jim Jordan he's a congressman he's the one that was if you follow politics he's the one that was on Face the Nation this week uh, Face the or Meet, Meet the Press I'm sorry and was like he's one he's never gonna <laughs> He named everything that Trump has done and said, no, there's none of, none of that's collusion, none of that's this, none of that's that. And that's okay, because as I see it, that can be up for uh, interpretation at this point. Um, and I guess that's what I'm trying to get to, is not thinking the worst of everything with everyone that said... So I guess he tweeted out something to one of these uh, congressmen, uh, Democratic congressmen, that are trying to uh, run the impeachment process and is running the, the, the Nadler is the guy that uh, is, has uh, amongst the guys that have uh, threatened to unleash a bunch of subpoenas and, and uh, whatnot to get some information. But anyway, here's what happened. He sent out this this tweet that said uh, Nadler and, or, I'm not even sure, I'm going to have to look up what the tweet said exactly because I don't think it said Nadler because I didn't feel like it was, the Jews are coming to get me, which is what he's being accused of now, right? And And it's, not that he's being accused of it. I heard a great statement earlier today by uh, Larry Wilmore used to have the nightly show uh, right after the daily show on uh, Comedy Central uh, but he's got a podcast I just found um, like yesterday and was listening to a couple of episodes and uh, heard him make this comment about you know just that, that we gotta be in a place where 
I'm not going to call every person who voted for Trump a racist because there's got to be more to it than straight up half the country or whatever, you know, 46 percent or whatever, however he won the electoral map, that they're all racist. Uh, I don't understand how the hell you can still be behind this guy, but I'm sure that they were feeling that way long ago about Hillary Clinton, how you could have voted for Hillary Clinton, because I felt that way. But that's a whole nother topic, and I don't want to get into the politics of it all. His tweet was about, as is common also, is to name the money behind people, right? And so his, his tweet was about Tom Steyer, I think is his name, uh, who's this billionaire that uh, is backing, he's a big Republican backer, uh, kind of like, I don't know, a lot of people have backers, um, you know, kind of like, uh, I, don't, I just don't know the big Republican dudes right off the bat. I know there's like some dude that owns a casino that was a big backer of uh, Newt Gingrich and all this stuff, but anyway... This dude's a billionaire. Um, he's half talked about running for president. But I'll say it again. He's a billionaire. And so this dude, Jim Jordan, made his tweet in which he replaced the S with a dollar sign, which I don't know. My mind says... Mr. Moneybags, that's what a dollar sign is representing. He gets accused of being anti-Semitic because he said a dollar sign. And, well, you can't say dollar sign without saying Jews run the world, I guess. I don't know what and how that is exactly supposed to be. You know, the headline was uh, he drops another anti-Semitic trope, which, I mean, at some point, we got to be able to talk to each other, even in these terrible, mean-spirited ways, without everything being taken at its absolute worst, and, um, and this goes across the board, man, everything is just elevated to the, to, you know, DEFCON 10, and it, it makes me real nervous about how we're going to ever get to some kind of normal in this country because I have no love for this dude, this Jim Jeffords uh, dude, and, and the way he carries himself. He's the one that was, like, all bent out of shape as he was talking with Michael Cohen in the, the thing last week. And uh, I don't know. The other congressman... A Democratic congressman said that we got to quit having all our loyalty to to lobbyists. And in particular, she's a Muslim, like the first Muslim uh, Congress, one of the first two Muslim uh, Congress women in uh, she just elected last year. And she made a comment or tweet or whatever about not being beholden to the money, the backers. And she was talking specifically about the Israel 
Palestinian conflict. And um, again, she was made to apologize because of anti-Semitism and she's in the middle of another row about it. And I'm again going, okay, if you, it is a common thing, common knowledge that our politicians are bought and paid for. AOC just announced, I saw a headline where she's limiting the pay of her staff and, you know, she's made uh, a comment uh, or tweet or something, I think it was last week I saw where she was talking about, you know, when they have hearings, there's people who pay to save those seats. So there, there are companies that go out and hire, I guess, the a common employment or employee pool is homeless people. So they hire homeless and poor people or whatever to stand in line to be in the hearing and then, you know, you swoop in and go get it. And this is how big lobbyists get their seat. They don't go wait in line. Like if I went to Washington, D.C. because I had some issue that I wanted to, like, advocate for, I would have to stand in line to get in, and I've done that before, not advocate, but I've gone to Washington, D.C., and I've had to stand in line to go on a tour of the White House and stand in line to go on a tour of the Congress and and all of this stuff. And it's offensive to me that somebody can just pay for that privilege. Um, You rich enough, you got a company, send the dude down, have your work covered, you know, however that works. Money is so... Hey, thanks again for checking me out and hit me up on Facebook, Michael T. Justice, Twitter, Michael T. Justice, and of course here at Anchor FM, you can leave a voice message and uh, I would love for any responses and um, requests.